I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, back at it after that lengthy press conference. Uh, we learned a lot, and uh, we will certainly comb through that the rest of today on these airwaves uh, during Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news and on all the various newscasts at the top and bottom of each hour uh, here on KSL News Radio. When I was in junior high, my social studies teacher was named Sharon Brown. She, in fact, was the first person who took me on a field trip down to Washington, D.C., uh, and, and I kind of uh, got bit by the bug that ultimately led me back to D.C., uh, where I spent a good chunk of the last five years working as a congressional aide. Anyway, back into the classroom with Sharon Brown. She taught us uh, about the development of economies, how we uh, years and years and years ago went from hunter-gatherers to then developing uh, specialized tools and skills and services and wares, and ultimately markets developed. And those early markets uh, were based on a system of uh, trading and bartering. And in my mind, that existed as something far back in history, uh, not something that we see too often today. In fact, if you look on like classified ads, uh, you see sometimes there's reference to uh, interesting trades considered. I've always wondered who those folks are and if there are uh, truly exchanges that happen uh, between folks. And I wonder what those interesting trades uh, considered might be. Well, the other day, uh, Amy sent me a link to an article uh, published in Bloomberg, and the headline was The Return of the Barter Economy. And then subheadline, uh, kind of clever, swapping eggs for toilet paper. And I thought it was one of those kind of onion headlines where it was just making a joke and I didn't know. And so I, I read through it, and as I read and learned, I realized, oh my gosh, this is, there are actual markets here in the United States today that are based on the concept of bartering. In fact, there are trade associations, not only national but international, uh, that bring these folks together and uh, make certain standards to them. And uh, as late as many, so many Americans have uh, found themselves out of work with limited income. In fact, I, I think the other day the, the most recent nationwide number is 2 million unemployment uh, claims have been filed. The unemployment rate has jumped up to 4 point some odd percent, uh, high, high levels, uh, a, a giant step backwards. I sure hope we can recover from this. But in these new circumstances, I uh, have wondered, uh, after reading this article certainly, if uh, bartering really is something that may find itself in the in the more commonplace as we recover from what we're facing right now and even in the midst of it. And so I clicked and clacked and Googled around, and it turns out that here in the state of Utah, uh, there is an organization called Americans Barter Exchange. And here on the line, the owner of that exchange, uh, Jana Dahl, joins us now. Uh, Ms. Dahl, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's uh, strange times. I'm about three weeks cooped up in my guest bedroom broadcasting as I practice this good social distancing. But other than that, uh, all is well. The shelves are stocked and I'm happy and healthy. Would you tell me a bit about uh, your business and tell me a, a bit about how prevalent this idea of bartering actually is, exchanging uh, goods and services without uh, necessarily involving currency? Sure. Uh, Amer I've been, I've been 
in the trade business for over 16 years now, and America's Barter Exchange has about 850 members. We, um, they're uh, member, members of businesses, business owners, and they trade their products and services for a trade currency instead of a cash currency, and that goes into a checking account um, in trade. So we work like their bank. We send out statements, and we're a third-party record keeper. And then we market their products and services to other members. And so if member number A trades with member number B, they're paid with trade dollars, goes into their trade account, and then they in turn can use their trade dollars for whatever they want within the entire network. So it's not direct trading. It's just it's just another form of currency and another way to maximize their businesses, whether they've got um, in, in, empty inventory, whether they have downtime, and whether they have empty appointments um, that they can fill up. They might as well bring in trade members um, and fill in those empty spots or get rid of that excess inventory and get a full retail trade dollars for that that they, in turn, can spend for whatever they want. It's been really, it's worked really well during sure, sure. the coronavirus. In fact, um, our business has been up a little bit just because our members are being creative and spending their trade dollars instead of spending cash. Um, just today, I helped somebody with, um, by, uh, they had a death in the family and they came over and they helped. Um, I have some headstones out here, so they used their trade dollars to buy a headstone, which saved them cash. I had a printer that needed, their son needed wisdom teeth out, and that was kind of an emergency impacted. And so he used his trade dollars to that he had earned through printing to have his child's wisdom teeth taken out. So there's lots and lots of examples like that that are going on. Will the in the examples you gave will the will the printer be a member of your association as well as uh, say the the dentist or the maxillofacial surgeon I think are, are the folks that remove wisdom teeth uh, are, are both parties uh, members of your association they are yep they are so the members can trade with e- with each other inside the membership um, I'm a little independent trade exchange but I'm also connected my trade dollars because I'm a member of the national trade exchanges, we can, um, my trade dollar interchanges with all of them out there. So we're just not, I have an office in Utah and one in Vegas and just opening one in Hawaii, but that doesn't mean that those members are just, can just trade within those areas. They can trade nationwide. Outstanding. We're speaking to Jana Dahl, who's the owner of America's Barter Exchange uh, here in Utah, also has a location in uh, Las Vegas and soon uh, a location in Hawaii. Uh, you pick, uh, you pick uh, <laughs> uh, good destinations for your, for your offices. Good for you. Uh, Ms. Dahl, listen, I'm grateful to you for your time. I'm grateful to you for your service. It's a fascinating uh, way of doing business. Uh, share with us your, your website, please, if anyone's interested in, in checking out what you're up to. It's americasbarterexchange.com. And, you know, I want, I want to plug, too, even if you're not a member of that exchange, you know, I, I have seen people in my um, LDS ward area that are trading, I don't have any of this, does anybody have any of this, and, hey, I'll trade you this for this. I mean, 
just the direct trading I have seen increased, you know, around my neighborhood and among my friends and stuff. It seems like at this time, you know, when people are not wanting to go out and shop or else they're worried about you know, an income coming in, a lot of them have had to, you know, be laid off from jobs and stuff. It's also a great way, even if you aren't a member of a trade exchange, to use your creativity and see what you have to trade for what somebody else has because their their needs might be what you need and your yeah. needs might be what they they have. 100%. And social media is so wonderful for that. The various listservs maintained uh, by the religious organizations and communities, uh, there are many opportunities. I've seen them uh, myself. Jana, thank you so much for your time. Let's speak again soon. I'm fascinated by your business. All right, good luck to you in Hawaii. Thank you. Appreciate it. All righty. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. It's fascinating, huh? Uh, Who to thunk uh, bartering? I'll tell you what. If you have, if you've done any of this bartering on your own, if you have linked up with a neighbor or someone across town to trade this for that, uh, let me know about it. Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Five seven five zero zero. Have you done any bartering in the midst of this coronavirus? Uh, I'd love to hear about it. Next up. I want to talk to you about something that happened at BYU 100 years ago last time we were facing a pandemic here in the state of Utah. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.